And on this week uh, of the 365 Message Centre show, we have home sites, multiple home sites for Viva Connections. I think that's a big deal. It's been a long time coming. We've got Teams personal tabs for Outlook and iOS. I don't know, but let's figure that out. And lastly, we've got Teams collaborative stage view, not collaborative stage coach, but something else that rides the caboose. I don't know. Did you want to ride shotgun, Daniel? No, I've lost you completely. Oh, well, let's just let's just roll it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the 365 Message Center Show. Check out our website at 365mcs.com for all the details about our show. And we're on all the socials at 365mcs. <laughs> you must yes, still yes, be yes. thinking, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Hello, everyone. We're having fun already. This is the 365 Message Center Show where we help you do lots of stuff like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. planning for change and stuff. Relieve uh, stress. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 286. Mm. Oh, man. See, if you you listened or watched the show last week, we t- I talked about how I was waiting for 285, and I wanted the 5, and now we're on the 6. And I'm like... Oh, it's, it's fond farewells to 285. So, no, so what we're going to do is we're just going to make this show upbeat and fun without the five because it's 286. Is that okay? That's, that's okay. That's okay. We've got fond okay. memories of 285. Oh, yeah. fond, fond memories. Yeah. How are you, Daryl? Are you doing okay? Uh, with that intro, clearly. Um, just off the walls, enthusiasm. Yeah. Wonderful. I like uh, off-the-walls enthusiasm. Hey, everyone. While you are waiting for us to dive into these messages, make sure you give us a follow. Hit the subscribe here in YouTube or subscribe to the podcast that you're listening to. Make sure you share it out on all the socials at 365MCS. I will let you know that we said we're going to do a giveaway for the people who share the show the most. Well... Uh, there's a leader out there, so if you want to, but not by much. So if you want to jump in Ooh. and win a prize, I, and I'm not faking it, people. Uh, I, there is a prize. I bought it. <laughs> there really now, is people that are sharing too. He's not faking that either. <laughs> I'm not faking that either. And I, I promise you, there's a prize, and you, you got to share though, and you got to tag us at three six five MCS on all the socials. We are there and we're listening uh, for any comments that you have. We'd love to hear how you might want to uh, give some suggestions on how to improve things or, or tell people how you are benefiting by listening and watching the show. We'd love to see that. Daniel, Daniel, there was advice. one good piece of feedback recently mm-hmm. in the comments. Someone yeah. who really appreciates the, the chapters that we add to the videos. Ah. Yeah. Well, um, I think what we need to do is we need to create a chapter Right when I just tar- started talking about sharing and or following and sharing mm-hmm. and stuff for the prize, so people yep. know that there is a prize, because right. th- they yeah. need to know about it. And if they need to watch that piece again and hear about the competition rules, maybe. Oh yes, sure. Yeah, there's yeah. rules. You need to share, and the more you share, the, the more, more likelihood you will win. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we probably should dive into the messages. Now. Yeah, we should, and we'll Start put a chapter. chapter. Yeah. yeah, right. Uh, editor? Good. Got that. Mm. <clears throat> editor. Edit- We've got an editor. Well, let's report that message, shall right. we? Yes, we should. 
Microsoft Purview Communication Compliance empowers end users to report inappropriate messages in Microsoft Teams. MC555619. Uh, this is a bit of a mouthful, but what this is going to be, uh, let us do is we're going to be able to, as a user, um, and it's going to be turned on by default, by the way, mm. uh, to allow users to report a message for a perceived violation, whether that's, you know, uh, sharing information that shouldn't have been shared, whether it's business information or whatnot. Um, it could be inappropriate language or content. Uh, so being able to report that and the what's going to happen is when you do that, uh, when a user says report a message within a channel, um, groups, meetings, um, or uh, a private chat in Teams as well, uh, then that will go into this bucket called user reported messages um, policy in the purview com uh, communication compliance uh, and then someone who's designated can review that and take action. Now, I will let you know that they've, they're doing this by trying to be, you know, keeping privacy uh, intact of like who reported and all. So they're going to, now I'm going to try to say this word. I will say though, when I read it, I totally screwed this word up. The word is pseudonymize. Did I get it right? So the feature will pseudonymize the employee username uh, by default so that when the person that's reviewing it, it's not like, oh, Daryl's the one that reported this. I'm going Ooh. to ignore that because Daryl. So mm. just uh, let you know. Uh, so, like I said, this is going to be on by default. There, there's links in this message telling you, you know, giving you lots of information about this. Um, and this is going to be rolling out early July and expected to be Daniel. completed by, you know what, the end of December. I know this isn't really the focus of the message, but, but okay. I'm concerned about, about oh, no. my anonymity of reporting people. Mm -hmm. That I fear that the algorithm that comes up with a pseudonym is only drawing from four names, and that it's going to like maybe just say Farrell reported this. <laughs> just a, Wait, a person called Farrell. Singer? Wait, what? Uh, could be Farrell, but Farrell. Uh, I, I thought yeah. you were mispronouncing. Um, because so, he's happy. Nah. <laughs> so, God. Um. Well, I, when I read this, I thought it would do. Now, you're onto something here because the way I looked at it was that they were going to make it a. Um, it's not a GUID, but it's like a, a bunch of letters and numbers. Oh, R2D2 reported it? Right. Hmm. Um, and when you're looking at reports of usage hmm. in. Uh, for like SharePoint, for instance, you know, it, it shows that so-and-so it, but it, it, it's just numbers and letters, you mm. know, uh, by default. So that's what I thought it was going to do, but I don't know if it's just going to call you Pharrell or 
you know, furl. If it's someone who is known to report lots of things, just, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's mm-hmm. that person again. Maybe they'll mm-hmm. get the same pseudonym each time. And so you'll get someone who starts to get a reputation by another name. Right. Oh, this is uh, Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Snuffy reported this again. Shh. I'm trying. Mm. I'm looking at the uh, documentation here and the screenshot that they picked uh, conveniently does not show the person who reported it. So that stinks. Mm. Sorry, people. I don't know the answer to that if you're going to be Pharrell or not, but uh, but uh, <laughs> just make sure you're happy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can trust me. I, I'm Pharrell about it. Yes. So the and thing I think there's one another thing. I just mentioned it. It's a long rollout period. Oh, so yeah. I, I don't necessarily like that because how am I supposed to plan for that? So uh, I think you know you're going to have to pay attention to the status for your org column in the 365 Message Center uh, and just kind of keep track of this one um so uh speaking of keeping track i need some help with stage view what in <clears throat> what is this stage and view. what is going on daryl tell me all about stage view please well uh stage view is uh is a thing is a thing that you you see within microsoft teams i uh, commonly call stage view um where you might present stuff within a meeting but this uh, collaborative stage in Microsoft Teams, EMC 556150, uh, is where you might be opening up some contents in a chat, a conversation, and if we just screw, scoot on down to one of our um, screenshots here, we're opening up that content. They've, they've given us an example here of a, I guess, an adaptive card thing, a sales report for Contoso. And we open that up and we've got the content in kind of the two thirds of the screen, the body of the of the message. Um, that's the stage view. And then the conversation is your sidebar on the right. Uh, and we have had this uh, experience uh, in the past where we've been able to open up a attached document to a conversation and it will open the document on the side and you'll have your conversation on the sidebar. Um, that's the stage view. The stage view is having conversation alongside content. Um, they're giving us this example of a sales report in Contoso, but what they're announcing is collaborative stage view as a concept. A new type of Teams window, which, as it says here, allows users to engage in content and conversation side by side. So it's going to be available for other apps. Um, and you know, I'm hoping that we see it in, in all kinds of apps where Collaboration is the focus, but we still want to have our conversation along the side. Uh, Daniel, imagine, um, you know, we, we see when we open up Teams that you've got default, you see the, the conversation, uh, similarly with a group chat. Um, but sometimes we do want to draw, comp- draw our attention to the content that we're collaborating on and then occasionally have a chat about that content. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, you, you had questions about this. Um, what well, do you think I, people I, would ask? Well, uh, what apps? Yeah. Because it says that it's going to 
for apps that have built their experience for collab stage it's not even calling it stage view stage it allows users to do this okay what apps hmm. um you know because i can see this you know that experience where you can open up a, a file and and you know have collaboration absolutely but I don't want to lose i want to bring that out right i want to have that true bust out collab experience like it's yeah. showing there you know and yeah. it's in its own window um and uh yeah. being able to to really be able to collaborate and work on this document separately than what's going on in teams apologies right? everyone for that 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 tiny little screenshot that i had to blow up um <laughs> all the the crazy little artifacts of, of it being a small thing but it is it is as you said daniel and it's separate window mm -hmm. um it was open from an adaptive card so this is the co uh, what is it the collaborative stage where your app might be designed to make best use of that mm -hmm. and this is for this one it's it's panels to yep. be able to go into those reports which is nice but like I'm, what i'm talking about is for any app, mm. um, uh, you know, for like documents, you know, I mean, I really want to see this, especially for like office documents, right? Where yeah. you click on a document that's been shared. It's a word document. You're opening it up. Great. And then that window pops up because someone just sent you an important private message because, you know, mm. Hey, did you see this thing? And then you click on go over there and now you're like, oh, where was that document? Cause it closes <laughs> it. Cause you go over to yeah. chat you look at it and go, Oh, now I gotta go find them where that document was, yeah. uh, and then reopen it. I would prefer not to do that. So I hope that I hope Office Documents are apps that have built their experience for collab stage, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. so. Well, maybe that is it. Maybe that's going to be a new option we see when we click on that Excel document that it will offer maybe. it to open in a separate window with chat along the side, and we can maybe. get on with it. I will say, Daryl. I did click the thumbs down on this one oh, um, why is because, that? <laughs> because it has no information about what other apps it has no information about no information like a, a blog post or a link to learn or anything. So I clicked the, the thumbs down. Fair enough. Yeah. Just to give that feedback. We want to know more. We do. We do. Some of these we messages, uh, you know, they could be hinting to what might be talked about at builds. I mean, we sort of expect maybe. that sometimes, but, um, yeah, maybe this will get updated based on your feedback. So this is going to be um, available in standard release, rolling out in early June 2023, expected to be complete late June. They've just talked about a standard release release. No other, mm. no other phases, just... No other. There you go. <laughs> Here it comes. Oh, um, yeah, so you can open the content with an elig from eligible adaptive cards... Engage with the app and the content and the large Teams canvas. Continue the conversation from which they came within the collaborative stage. From which station. they came. From which they came. From, I want to see from whence they came. From whence they came. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Um, Daniel, I, I uh, think we've done enough on that. Um, it is about time that we mm -hmm. took a look at our... Do you have an Apple Watch? Indeed I do. Yes. And let's make a to-do item. So we can see it on there. I don't know. I'd stretch that one too far. Microsoft to do 
Apple Watch app for to do iOS. Let's talk about that title, but let mm. me tell you the number first. MC556155. There's too many to-dos and the Apple Watch doesn't use iOS, right? Doesn't no, isn't it a it's different Apple, it's a, Apple Watch OS. Watch OS. Anyway. Okay. So, uh, what this is talking about, it's real quick, uh, is really saying uh, we're going to be able to have uh, more interactiveness uh, by using our watch. We're going to be able to add tasks uh, in to do with our watch. You can uh, customize the views of, of the apps that you, or I'm sorry, of the to dos that you're seeing um, and be able to complete those. And I honestly think this is great more functionality we can bring to the devices that we have to be able to say, hey, I'm doing something, I'm not at my computer, but it was a thing I had, uh, you know, a task, boop, to do, you know, I, I did it, right? Um, and mark it off and move on to the next thing. Uh, so I think I think this is a good thing, uh, bringing this functionality. I'm, I'm actually excited to start using it. What I'm not excited, Daryl, about, yeah. No. Well, one thing. Let me say, I am excited. There is a screenshot here. Thank you for the Figma or whatever this is. Thank you, whoever put this together. I really appreciate it, and I'm not joking. I really do appreciate it. However, this message has no link to anything other than the roadmap ID. So we don't know any information about, um, you know, if there's anything we need to do, um, how this is going to work, or anything like that. So that's unfortunate. Uh, but I think uh, this is just a quick message here that this is coming. Um, do you see yourself using this, Daryl, at all? Um, there's only a few things that I interact with on my watch. Usually mm -hmm. it's at a glance and I'm starting and stopping things or reading stuff. Uh, if this has a... I mean, you could probably use the... the what was it? Voice-to-text voice mm -hmm. option on here to create myself a task. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, these tasks, some two line tasks and a single line <laughs> okay. task. Okay. I think, um, the kind of tasks that I would put on my list probably will be, what do they call them? Ag, abridged, agri, when you cut them off and mm -hmm. append. Anyway, it won't fit. It won't fit. <laughs> That's the plain language, especially if I've clicked mm. follow up on an email. And oh that task goodness. appears yes. there, and the subject line is going to be. Yeah, stinks. Yeah, but um, I think it's it is helpful for us to be able to glance and go, "Huh, that's right. That's that task I was supposed to do." And yeah. set myself a reminder. Yeah. So this will be rolling out early June, and be rolled out by late June. Standard release again. No, no, uh, no special fan, releases yeah. for you. <laughs> None whatsoever. Um, but, you know, uh, however you use it, you know, you can, it'll be your personal preference. Uh, uh. You, can, you can maybe make that a, a tab onto yourself, onto your, into your, I don't know. That's My transitioning again, is terrible today. I don't know what's no, going it's, on. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. We all have our off days. I, every day is an off day for me when it comes to coming oh, with witty, clever transitions. I just... I'm very abrupt, and I'll just say, "Hey, on to the next thing." <clears throat> mm. Yeah, like yeah. 
<sighs> Teams personal tabs and Outlook for iOS MC double five seven eight two two. And when I introduced this uh, at the top of the show, mm-hmm. I was like, "Huh? What does that right. mean? Teams personal tabs?" Um, did you know, Daniel, that the app rail on the left hand side of Teams is actually called the personal app bar? I did know that. You did, but uh, it's interesting that it's called the personal app bar. Yes. Uh, is there another app bar? Like, is there a non-personal app bar? Um, well, actually, what you were saying uh, as we were discussing the show is that sometimes this personal app bar doesn't feel very personal if someone's controlling no. it. That's right. If your organization goes, here's eight uh, apps, ten apps, we're going to pin them for you in this order. But, well, but, now it's not personal anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, But, I mean, that's uh, what it's referring to, right? It's right. It's... Yes. Teams personal tabs, not, I mean, I guess those are tabs, but I just still call them apps. Um, We know that the ability to have Teams apps in Outlook is coming. Mm -hmm. And that's, there's going to be some work on that around using the same code base or something. I remember finding a Learn article somewhere um, that the, the apps, if they are written in the same way, and teams as they are, they will appear in Outlook uh, on the Outlook app bar. Is it called the Outlook app personal bar? Well, I don't know. I don't know. All these personal bars. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should just ease off Go to on the, the community bars. bar. Why would you have a personal <laughs> bar? Drink by yeah. yourself. Um, <clears throat> but it's going to be extended to, to running these apps in um, Outlook for iOS, which I think is quite clever. Like, I think we're seeing... <laughs> a trend in terms of trying to unify code bases so apps in various places will look and feel and run the same as much as possible. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. So that is, uh, that's about all we got here. Standard release, um, rolling out early June, expected to be complete in early July. Uh, where will we find those? Did we actually have a look at some of these these documentations, a full documentation of these changes across M365? Mm. What did this one come up with? It goes to technical Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's... So, yeah, and there's no screenshots in this one, by the way. No. Um, so that stinks. Well, hang on, hang on. Well, I'm talking about in the message, first of all. Mm, yes, you're Second right. of all... That screenshot, I look at it and still I'm confused. So, <laughs> doesn't really help. It looks like it looks like someone's developed a to-do list app, which isn't mm-hmm. to-do. Yeah, just reflect on right. that for a bit. Right. Um, it's running on Teams. It's also running in, in this second window here is the Outlook app. And mm-hmm. it can also run um, from the office.com page which is not office.com it's now microsoft365.com mm-hmm. and i think this is an example of it running here on an android phone indeed yeah so it is a technical article but it's hinting of things to come mm-hmm. um interesting but yeah that's that's coming to a iphone near you ios <laughs> unless you don't have an iPhone near you and then it it won't come to <laughs> and unless you. you're not signed into it so it wouldn't come to you right. because it's not yours aha uh-huh. it's personal 
Oh, so we're linking it back to the personal tabs thing again. Indeed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, like I got nothing more to say about that. Okay. I want to. I want to pass the reins over to you, Daniel, mm-hmm. and uh, and hear about um, about. I think it really is our our headline. So chapter mark here for anyone who likes to jump ahead. <laughs> it's right here. It's right here, people. The news. Tell here them. it is, people. Create a distinct experience in Viva Connections for different audiences in the Microsoft 365 Admin Center. Now, this is what is commonly referred to as multiple home sites. Okay, so just know that that's what this is talking about. (laughs) MC557823. And we've talked about this on the show. I've talked about this uh, in my workshops. I've talked about this in sessions. This is coming. This is coming. It's been a while in in the making. Um, So here it is, people. Here's the announcement that it will be rolling out soon. And we'll talk about that in a second. But what you're going to be able to do is there'll be settings so that you can say, here are the settings for Viva Connections depending upon an audience, meaning... Um, you could do this for like a subsidiary that's sharing your tenant. Maybe you've merged companies and you want to have different experiences in Viva Connections uh, for their home site, um, um, the you know the different destination for their landing uh, when they go into Viva Connections. How does that function? Does it go to a SharePoint site? Does it go to Viva Home? Um, so you're going to be able to configure this per audience. So you can say, everybody in the U.S., we're going to send them over here. And then everybody in Europe, we're going to send them over there. Um, Or different companies or or whatever. Mm. So you're going to do the configuration um, in the admin center. Um, So the Viva Connections administration is in the M365 admin center. And then SharePoint admin center uh, will handle um, the, the, or it used to handle the home site. But the, the home site setting is going to actually move to Viva Connections administration. So that's an important thing to, to note for SharePoint admins. The home site is a setting in SharePoint admin, but it's moving. Okay. Um, you don't need to do anything to prepare for this, but I would suggest you plan, start thinking about, do we need multiple home sites? Meaning when someone goes to Viva Connections, do they see a different experience based upon who they are, what their role is, where they are? Um, Now, this, of course, will affect things like global navigation, right? Because Mm. that's the home site drives global navigation. Yeah. Um, This will affect their home site, of course, uh, as well as, you know, the experience. And and, and I'm assuming the Viva dashboard. We don't have a a details in this message but that's that's it'll um control that as well now there is some information that is just now announced uh that is attached to this message that gives information that has not been publicly available until now now uh i was I don't know if privileged is the right word, but um, I was part of the, the conversation around uh, this information. But basically, uh, you have to have, uh, this is not it, okay, by the way, but you have to have an enterprise, like an E license or an F license to be able to do this, to create multiple home sites, okay? 
multiple Viva connection experiences is what they're saying. However, if you only have a ease license, um, then you'll only get three different Viva connection experiences via these audiences. If you want more, you can have more. In fact, right now up to 10. However, you will have to purchase the Microsoft Viva Suite subscription. Hmm. Um, and if you do that, then you will get the 10 experiences um, up to 10. Um, so if you want four, then you're gonna need to buy the Viva Suite subscription. Now, who needs the Viva Suite subscription to be able to get this? I don't know the answer to that. I'm oh, assuming, everybody, Daniel, surely. I'm assuming it is, actually, that it would be everyone that's in an audience. But mm. um, so it is coming out of private preview um, and I'm excited for it. I'm going to, you know, hopefully start be talking about this and how organizations can um, start using this to better their communication and their employee experience. What do you think about this, Daryl? Are you thinking how how can your clients use this? Um, there, yeah, there will be some that will make use of this um, mm -hmm. and it is about targeting it to different regions um, for, mm -hmm. for our clients. Uh, but I do caution organizations who are looking for a reason to use this and mm. don't really have one. Because one of the benefits of having an intranet and having it together is that you're making the job easier on yourself, but also mm -hmm. you're bringing people together on the same news, the same content, the same you know experience. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, unless you've got a good reason to to deliver an entirely separate Viva Home experience, then uh, yeah, I reckon don't do it. Don't do it, man. Hmm. <laughs> I. I, the situations that I hear people talking about this for their organization uh, and our clients is when it comes to larger organizations, international organizations, um, organizations that have, I have several clients where they have an entity in the U.S., an entity in Canada, mm. and they want different experiences because they are different companies, but they're part of the bigger company. And they want a different experience. Now, they want to have some shared experience, but they want a different experience, too, um, to highlight things. So I get it. I, I think it is a need for a lot of organizations. But I would echo what Daryl just said. Don't go looking for a problem that this fixes. Mm. If you have a situation in your organization that needs it, fine. But don't go searching for a problem, um, you know. I think having a common home experience is, is good for your employee experience, right? For your for your uh, people to stay connected and in in similar ways rather than staying connected different, right? Mm. We want to um, customize some of the user experience and target it with some content, right? We do that through feeds. We do that through audience targeting for web parts and our uh, ACEs, but... Um, let's, let's not go looking for a problem, uh, yep. to solve, uh, with this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. We, I so, mean, we don't, we don't know how, how it works in terms of content. I mean, it is a home site, but you know, like how we have hubs and then hubs within yep. hubs and yeah. that we can filter content up based on that yep. connection. 
um, I imagine that a home site could still surface a common, let's say, global enterprise news site Oh, that absolutely. could, could appear on all three home sites and everyone could get that same common Yeah. global level news. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to be able to, you know, do roll-ups um, using um, search, you know, using the index to be able to, to bring in content. Um, you know, so it, it is just audience targeting this. It's not a security boundary, right? Yeah. So this will be rolling out targeted release by mid-June. So we have less than a month away. Standard release rolling out uh, in late June. Okay. So I'm excited to see this, excited that it's finally getting here and getting in the hands of more people. It's been in private preview for a while, working out some kinks, but uh, it's ready for prime time. So I'm ready. It Mm hmm. Daniel, that is that is it for the show this week. is. Um, it's been an interesting collection of messages. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, I'd like to remind people that if you feel like we've delivered value and you liked at least one of those messages in there, uh, then give us a whole like, even if it was only for that one message. You can't give a fifth of a like out, all right? And And if you want to get a full like together, like... across five different episodes, then you could subscribe Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow and then, no, oh, I'm really trying to okay do some you really went a little weird too math far there. share people share 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 because you want to win the contest and uh it's a pretty neat prize i'm just gonna say it i'm, I'm not joking there is a prize so get out there share Share like crazy this episode. We are at 365MCS on all the socials that matter. And make sure that you subscribe to the podcast again on all the podcast platform platforms that matter. We're not on the ones that don't matter. Don't forget to don't forget to write. <laughs> Don't forget to comment. That's right. Uh, reach Give us out. a give us a comment below. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you Yep. so much for listening and watching. Bye bye.